0: Homestyle Green, episode 25. G'day and welcome to another episode of Homestyle Green. My name is Matthew cutler Welsh, and I am the host of the show. And I'm interested in creating healthy, stylish homes that are beneficial for people and also benefit the planet. And you are someone who wants to create one of those homes. This week I am going to talk about connectivity, that's the theme of today's show, um, primarily because I don't have much at the moment, I am suffering at home without an internet connection which is an interesting place to be, my uh, my phone line cut out and we lost the internet uh, three days ago now or two days ago and uh, it's, a, it's an interesting experience, I question whether being without internet is worse than being without power. Um, certainly got very used to being connected um, constantly. So it's been an interesting time and uh, we've actually been quite productive too. It's uh, it can be quite nice to be disconnected for a little while. But we've also had recently the opportunity to get connected uh, face-to-face with real people and I'm going to be talking a little bit about that today. The, a couple of things happening. I mentioned last week that I had a great interview with Ben Adams-Smith from houseplanninghelp.com. I am going to bring that interview maybe next week because this week I really want to talk uh, about the home show that I went to last week down in Christchurch, the rebuild and uh, renovate Christchurch Canterbury Home Show. I talked to four great attendees at that show, and I will introduce those people shortly. I had a a great uh, week last week because it was also the Green Property Summit, uh, which was hosted by the New Zealand Green Building Council and the Property Council. And I went along to that on Wednesday and was very lucky to attend the uh, presentation by Wade Lang, who's the director of the Lloyd Eco District and who's also the GM for Lloyd Properties of America, uh, sorry, Lloyd Properties for America Assets is the name of the company. Now, they have uh, created this thing called an eco district, which is part of Portland in Oregon and Oregon's, crea- uh, Portland, Portland, sorry, has created quite a name for itself for being a environmentally conscious city, but it wasn't always like that. And the the vision there is quite um, incredible. If you can imagine, um, picture this, it's a vibrant city, or this is the, the vision that, that was created. It's a vibrant city where, where people eat, sleep, work, exercise, dine, even flirt, the suggestion was, all within... Uh, 20 minutes of each other, of each other those those activities the the concept was of a 20 minute city and that meant that you could you could get to all the places that you might want to get to uh, really easily within 20 minutes of each other usually by tra- public transport or just by walking in fact so some of the features include great public transport the fact that you don't need to own your own car even if you have a family loads of green space uh, and it's the best type of green space because it's close to your home, it's safe, there are other kids there to play with um, and you don't need to mow the lawns because it's it's public green space but it's set up in a way that um, there's relatively high density of uh, properties, of buildings uh, and housing units but it doesn't feel cramped. It's not, not the shoebox apartment kind of feel because of the way that the uh, urban environment is designed with, with plenty of green space. So this was the vision that was Portrayed of what parts of Portland has become, particularly these eco districts. And coincidentally, I attended a presentation by uh, Associate Professor Susan Crumdyke. Now, I was very lucky uh, to study with Susan Crumdyke when I attended Canterbury University um, a number of years ago now, uh, nearly 10 years ago. And Susan. Uh, Crumbly presented a public lecture on last Friday evening called From the Ground Up. And it was very topical because that day in the press, which is the local newspaper in Christchurch, painted a picture of the 40,000 new homes that are going to be built in Christchurch, or should I say around Christchurch. Now this is a similar picture in some ways, in a lot of ways, to the development that is planned in uh, in some aspects around Auckland. And it's around uh, Christchurch, uh, literally, because it's scheduled and planned to be in subdivisions that are outside, up to 20Ks or more outside of the CBD. And one of the Concerns about that is just what that will do to the CBD, and in fact, on the extreme case, has a good chance of um, possibly killing off the, the any chance of there being a vibrant CBD because a lot of people will end up living in a, a sprawling suburbia. So anyway, Susan Crumdyke presented this vision of what could become of a small part of eastern Christchurch, uh, Riccarton, uh, and and presented that as as new Rickerton. and the idea was based around the fact that a lot of the houses that are in some of the older suburbs that may be built around uh, the nineteen anywhere between the 1930s 40s, up to the sixties and seventies some of them really have to question how much it's worth keeping them and this is because the the houses we build today are uh, tend do tend to be a lot lot better um, just by virtue of the building code. For example, a lot of those houses won't have any wall insulation. They'll only have ceiling insulation if it's actually been retrofitted. And they can. there's only a certain point to which we can improve that existing housing stock. So the idea was to say, what can we create if we look at large areas of that existing uh, older suburbs and not just infill and try and... Um, plug the gaps if you like, but look at whole blocks and say, what if we recover those resources that are there, um, dismantle those houses and actually start with a clean slate in quite large blocks of land and build up a much more vibrant, denser, but including lots of green space, maybe build a little bit higher, and really create a place that is more comfortable to live in because it's going to have high quality homes. It's going to be more connected to the people around us because we're going to be closer to the amenities that are important and also closer to other people. It's going to have more vibrant. It's going to justify a lot more things that make sense like uh, light rail and better public transport because there's going to be a, a larger density of population to support those sorts of things. So Pretty out there idea, but uh, Professor Susan Crumdike did have not just the vision, but she also had worked with a bunch of postgrad students and pretty smart people to come up with a plan as to how that could actually be achieved and in doing so really create some of what a lot of people in Christchurch said they wanted back uh, pretty early on after the earthquakes there there was a really strong message to say, hey, we want a a green city. And this was a a real vision of what that might actually look like and a a bit of a roadmap on how to get there. So hopefully when I get my uh, internet back online, I can post some links to that and some more information. And I'm really keen to carry on that conversation um, with anyone that's interested uh, in Susan's work. Okay, let's get into this week's episode. The first person that I caught up with at the show was Andrew Olson from LifeMark.
1: All right, now I'm speaking with Andrew Olson from LifeMark. G'day, Andrew. How's the show going for you? It's been fantastic. Lots and lots of wonderful people who are interested in design standards. Great. So you're from LifeMark. Can you tell us, for those who don't know, what is LifeMark and uh, what it's all about? LifeMark is a third-party design standard. In much the same way as Qualmark is a standard for accommodation or the Heart Tick as a standard for food. So the Life Mark or a home with the Life Mark means that it's been designed for all ages and stages of people throughout their lives. Great. So I'm pretty fit and mobile. For someone like me, if I'm looking at a home or a renovation, why, why should I care about those things? Because what the Life Mark does or a home that's been designed with the Life Mark means that it's easier to move furniture in and out, it means it's easier for the kids if you have children on their bikes and trikes to get in and out of the house, it means for an investment property there's less damage, um, and it means it's all, all round easier to live in. Great, and you mentioned before when we were talking that you're getting
0: some really good traction, good success, can you, mention, uh, can you talk about who's picking up the LifeMark standard where, um, where people can actually implement what you're um,
1: promoting? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Obviously we have a website, lifemark.co.nz, so we encourage people to go there. But what we're asking people to do, or suggesting people do, is ask any builder or architect to get the Lifemark standard. The type of companies that are already on board and promoting it and are familiar with the standards and how to implement them, people like Genian Homes Nationwide, Universal Homes, Um, in Christchurch here where we are at the show you've got Fusion Homes, Carpe Diem Homes, Everson Homes. Genian, uh, of course, locally. Uh, those are the ones I can remember off the top of my head. But if you go to our website, we have an interactive map which shows the businesses that are promoting the standards in your area. Great. So if someone approaches any of those companies, people will know what they're talking about if you ask for, for LifeMark. Absolutely. LifeMark is really all about... A, is a brand that gives a name to common sense. Great. Just looking at the wider... I guess global scale, is LifeMark unique to New Zealand? LifeMark is unique to New Zealand, it's a, a concept to promote universal design uh, Universal design is a concept known internationally around making products and our environment suitable for all ages and abilities uh, and LifeMark is the first in the world or the first brand in the world that is is a representation of those standards
0: Where would you say New Zealand fits
1: in the global kind of scheme of things in terms of Designing and building for accessibility. Um, it's interesting. Uh, we're being we have been recently approached by both the um, the American Aged Persons Assembly, which is a 36 million member organisation, as well as um, the Living Homes Group in Australia, looking for standards to implement in their own country. So as far as I would suggest that we're at the forefront of the development of the standards and the brand and methodology of implementing those standards. Unfortunately, from a government perspective and a leadership perspective, we're actually behind the rest of them.
0: Right. But people are looking at us, what we're doing
1: here, and, and seeing that it's, uh, there, is, there is some leadership coming from industry? Yeah, well, that's, that's the interesting thing, is the market is actually leading industry, is leading government. Right.
0: All right. Hey, well, thanks for your time. And uh, I guess people can just jump on the the website. Do you want to mention the website one more time?
1: Of course. Of course. Lifemark.co.nz. Great. Thank you very much, Andrew.
0: Andrew Olson there from Lifemark. And I might have mentioned that I was a little bit sceptical of Lifemark when I first heard about it, but it does make a lot of sense. Uh, Both when I've had my parents and in-laws here uh, staying with us who were on crutches, recovering from an operation, but also just carrying babies around and tripping over toys. It totally does make a lot of sense. Um, Jump online to their website and they've got a whole ton of resources there. It's great to check out. On to another Homestar partner now, Metro Glass Tech, to talk about double glazing. All right, I'm here with Joe Bergman from Metro Glass Joe, do you want to give us a quick rundown on um, what, your, what the double glazing is all about? I, th- I think people know generally what it is, but what, what are the sort of things that are um, really interesting people at the moment?
2: Well, basically, obviously, there's a really big um, uh, kind of knowledge about uh, the rebuild of Christchurch and obviously the residential rebuild and commercial, everything's mandatory now to be double glazed. Uh, Metro Glassic have been the leaders in the industry for, uh, well, 25 years now. Uh, we do a real big push on, obviously, the high-performing double-glazed units. Uh, we've introduced a product to New Zealand, which is called Climagard This particular product is uh, currently up to today's current European thermal standards. It gives you a very similar performance to a standard triple-glazed unit, and uh, when any customer, whether it be a, a, a refit or a Metro-fit double-glazed option, or a rebuild with new joinery. It's always in their best interest to look at the high-performing double-glaze units because the better the thermal performance, the better whole thermal envelope you'll experience in your home.
0: Right, so this is, looks like a standard double-glaze unit, but it's got a... Uh, how would someone tell the difference? Uh,
2: basically, the difference between a standard double-glaze unit and a Climaguard Low-E unit is Climaguard Low-E uh, has better thermal efficiency because it's got what's called a pyrolytic metallic coating. It uh, kind of acts like an invisible mirror, essentially reflecting, uh, reflecting the heat created in your home more effectively back into your home. Comparable to single glazing thermal efficiency, which is not great. Obviously, as we're all well aware, it's, it actually gives you up to 73% thermal performance. Uh, and again, it's, it's not a product to be sneezed at. It's the latest and greatest out of Europe. It's definitely coming down in price. Uh, it's been on the market for a number of years. In October 2010, it's actually been... Um, Kind of improved, I guess you could say, and that being the Climogard lowee. Uh, again, it's, it's really recommended for anyone uh, that is looking at double glazing to obviously look at the highest performing thermal insulated product you could put in there. And now it is no longer at the new technology price. It's, it's a little bit more in arm's reach for a lot of people. We really recommend definitely having a look at it.
0: Yeah. And are there any benefits beyond cost savings in terms of heating of putting it going above just standard double glazing what, what would someone expect to you know how what would they um, feel inside the home what, what would why would someone go to that level?
2: Well uh, it's in your best interest to have the best thermal envelope in your home insulation is obviously should be the forefront of a build. Um, climagard Lowy again is um, at the top of the market you know it is the best product you can put in into aluminium frames and not only just about you know thermal insulation but it's also about uh, your passive heating solutions it's about trapping the heat created you know from solar environments and uh, allowing it to stay in the home for a lot longer. Climaguard Lowy uh, and all types of double glazing also give you UV elimination. Climaguard Louis again gives you up to 58% UV elimination which really helps contribute to your, your fading reduction yeah. um, and again it's, it's just the ultimate in double glazing uh, again it's, it's it's, I'm a bit of an insulation nerd, so I'm always going to bleed on about the product, but uh, there's so many different options that are available and we can kind of tailor-make uh, a solution to best suit your scenario, whether it be thermal insulation, fading reduction, noise reduction, solar gain reduction. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the, the possibilities are emla- endless. Yeah. And Metro Glastic, been trading for 25 years uh, with the leaders in the industry because we have got that, uh, those years and the technology yeah. behind us. And as I said, we're... Um, we're a household name and we always like to be that way and uh, hope to be um, the solution for a lot of people with the rebuild of Christchurch.
0: Great. And presumably when someone's looking at a new home, they can find you easily through their builder. Is that, is that the best way to get in touch with, with you guys?
2: Certainly, uh, that's probably the best bet uh, because often we're the, uh, some, sometimes the last link in the whole performance. We actually supply the glass to the aluminium fabricators, so predominantly we're suppliers. But... Um, We've also got a couple of other ways you could uh, have a look at us. Our website www.metroglastic.co.nz that goes over all the products um, that are available Uh, goes into the uh, nitty gritty and the ins and outs of the new technology and um, how things have come about over the years. A really good site. Uh, Also our MetroFit site which is again double glazing to your existing aluminium frames that site www.metrofit.co.nz kind of explains the basics of how the system works and answers some of the more frequently asked questions about Metro Fit double glazing.
0: Great. Hey, well, thank you very much for your time, Joe. really appreciate that, and uh, good luck with the rest of the
2: show. Yeah, cheers again, and good luck with the old homestar.
0: Joe Bergman there from Metro Glass Tech, and as Joe explained, Metro Glass Tech actually are the ones who manufacture a lot of the glaze, uh, glazed units that... Um, get supplied to a lot of the window manufacturers um, and we might talk a bit more about how all that works in the future. Joe mentioned Homestar at the end of his interview there and obviously uh, where my interest is in that because I'm involved in Homestar uh, during the day and I should also point out that the Opinions on this show are nothing to do with Homestar, but they are my own and part of Homestyle Green. While I am obviously connected to Homestar fairly intimately, um, this is my show, and the uh, views and views and opinions expressed on this show are not necessarily those of Homestar. Having said that, I highly recommend jumping onto the Homestar website. It's about to get a bit of a facelift, so definitely recommend jumping on there and registering yourself. You can do a free assessment on homestar.org.nz and it's a great place to get some ideas about the priorities for improving the performance of an existing home or if you're looking at designing a new place, you can chuck in a hypothetical house there, a bit of a dream home and run it through the online test, see how it stacks up and then you can go back over and change a few things and see how high you can get your score. All right, I'm going to finish off there. I've got another two interviews. I I caught up with Bob Bennett, who we have interviewed on the show before, and he was at at the home show. So I had a bit of a a check-in with him to find out how things are going. He's had some great success in the media recently, appearing on TV1 News and on uh, the staff website with some of the great houses that he uh, has designed. Um, and I also caught up with Thomas from ProClimate. Now, ProClimate is someone I definitely want to get on the show because they've got some really fascinating products. And more than that, they talk about the, the, the sort of systems involved in one of the most complex areas, I think, of getting houses and buildings correct and performing well. And that is around ventilation and air tightness. It's a complex issue, it's all about moisture control and uh, fresh air and how to avoid condensation and um, Thomas has worked overseas, he's got a huge amount of experience, Uh, he can talk and talk and talk about all those complex issues so it'd be great to get him on the show but I've got a, a small interview that I did with him during the show so I'll bring that to you either next week or shortly after. Thank you very much for listening. Um, Do really appreciate your comments. Please uh, do get in touch, comments at homestylegreen.com and you can get in touch with us through Google Plus or Facebook or check us out on Pinterest and of course at homestylegreen.com. And finally, really appreciate your ratings and comments in iTunes. Um, Be great to get some more support on the iTunes store. So, to help support the show something very very quick and easy you can do is head over to itunes and click on the little stars there and give the show your rating that would be much appreciated have a great week i am matthew cutler welsh and look forward to speaking to you again next week on homestyle green